This is a Quite the Thing media production of Quite the Music, distributed as part of Quite the Music collab. Welcome back to Quite the Music. As always, I am your host, Gary Morris, and joining me again for our second part of our collaboration uh, with the Ultimate Steps site, uh, counting down the top five, 25 steps and tracks as voted for by you, the Ultimate Steps community, is my good friend, Jan Dahar. Evening, Jan. Hi, hi, good evening, Gary, and uh, thank you for having me again. Yes, uh, so everyone that has listened to and taken part with uh, part one of this pod uh, will have listened to us counting down from 36 down to 16 um, and the ultimate steps countdown so hopefully you've had a chance to, to check that out and myself and Jan uh, will now spend uh, this show counting down the best of the best in terms of the top 15 uh, tracks as voted for yes. uh, by the, the community. Now, on our last show, uh, we spoke about a little bit about Regency bias and um, how maybe some of the, the more recent hits may well be a bit more uh, in the consciousness of people when voting for these sorts of things and maybe some of the more kind of traditional hits uh, like sort of 5678, Tragedy, um, etc maybe haven't quite endured quite so much because they've been listened to over and over and over again but i think with probably the exception of about one or two tracks here this top 15 really is the the best of the best you know it's like it's one of those those things like it's really um, the situation if if you as as i said before if you admire steps as the whole act it's so hard to say you know this one should be placing higher or lower or however but like i mean the thing is that the tastes are different and at some point i think this is a good idea mainly because um there is a lot of diversity going on and some of the people they enjoy some songs and the other ones they enjoy some other ones you know so it really depends on 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 taste and as I said before we were also happy that the ultimate steps community received so many votes throughout the whole voting uh, people yeah. from all over the world uh, casted their their votes and it's been like really 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 amazing and um, seeing this whole situation is actually like really nice um, I think that some of the songs would be placing higher Maybe just because they're ultimate um, hit singles, smash singles. Uh, some of them are such classics. Some of them are basically there because they're having this new sound, new production. And this is also maybe why some of the songs were placing higher than the others. But yeah. as I said before, I think we're having this great, great, great um, 
top chart of of the songs and i'm i'm so much looking forward to speak about it yeah so to kind of break down how the, the points were allocated for this uh anyone that voted in the ultimate steps poll uh via twitter or via facebook uh very similar to eurovision uh your top track um nominated 12 points and then 11 10 so on and so forth um to get us down to the the, the number of votes that each particular track got and then they were uh put in reverse order uh, from 36 down to number one. Um, so we finished last show at number 16, which was Tragedy, um, at 928 yeah. votes. So picking up the countdown, uh, number 15 uh, with 951 points uh, was After the Love Has Gone. Uh, so very iconic, kind of oriental feel video, um, nice kind of dance routine, uh, mm-hmm. quite an iconic kind of song. And I think probably one, one of the very early uh, kind of tracks that kind of moved steps away from the, the kind of bubblegum sound and it had a bit more yes. of a kind of authentic feel. It is. I think like this After the Love Has Gone has like this really typical step sound and it really is moving them from this. Um, they still... You know, they, they always say they um, never were meant to be cool or whatever. <laughs> but like um, with releasing that song, which was uh, also a video, they filmed it at the Universal Studios in Florida in the US. Um, it's, it's been such a success in UK. It picked at number five. It's been like what, about three months charting and it's been quite a success and like the best legacy you can have from this song is basically that um, all the generation who were buying CDs at that time are now buying the tickets for the concerts and it's basically um, it's so great to see that Steps are not just another 90s band who are just uh, relying on their legacy from the 90s but they're actually keeping up with the new music as well but like as well like after the luck has gone also um, at last year's tour they did this amazing arrangement which i loved it was amazing and i think it's still it is still i would say in our hearts when it comes to to um, those classic step songs and and I'm, I'm happy that it's on this upper part of the chart yeah uh certainly shows off claire's vocal um uh, in this one it's a uh, yes. a, a fan favorite I, I think it very much deserving of its placing in the chart at 14 just slightly ahead and the first one to break the thousand point mark um uh 1021 points for mm-hmm. say you'll be mine uh, and again another iconic video kind of pointing fun at some of the kind of retro kind of 90s movies but a titanic but a romeo and juliet uh yes, so. and uh they have a, a bit of a, a laugh in the video for this one but it's a, a song very basic dance routine and it's very early steps on this one and it's actually the i think the the oldest song highest up in the chart bar one which we'll come on to ah. a little bit later I think so as well. Um, I mean, officially it was released um, as a single after after the love has gone anyway. But the thing is, it's 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 one of the great songs. It's it's it has so many references from at that time very popular things from the pop culture, and and I think it's 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 great. And it's always you know it's it's so great when you have songs like this. You never use them as a skipper. You know, like you never skip those songs. And um, I, the, the, the public, they, they enjoy it. And I think the fans are always up for some 
great classic as well. And Say You'll Be Mine is definitely one of these. Uh, speaking, I was speaking also at number four. Uh, it even stayed longer on the charts um, for for maybe like five, six weeks, if I remember correctly. And it's it's a it's a great track. I, I still enjoy it, like even more than um, more than 20 years after. Is it 20 years? Yeah, I think Probably, it is. Yeah. I was, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Definitely it is. Okay, number 13. And I'm not shy to admit that this was the song I voted for, number one uh, in my countdown when I put my votes in. Uh, 1,071 votes. Uh, for Neon Blue, and this is a song uh, of the, the recent repertoire. It's uh, probably has gained its own kind of feeling throughout the, the Steps community for the, the message that it portrays within the, the, the lyric, and but it became very popular on the, the live circuit uh, for, for both the live tours since the song was released, um, done on the, the first tour in a kind of club in that setting um and I, I know it's certainly one, one of h's favorite tracks um what's your take on neon blue yad before i go into to why i'd voted at number one uh neon blue is actually I, I mean i love this new era from um from 2017 on it's been like the single number three from the tears in the dance floor and i love the idea how they put a the whole thing to, together i think um h has declared that the song um, is basically a new age gay anthem. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's celebrating diversity. It's celebrating you who you are in in, in any you know form. Um, and I think it's a great one. And also um, it's it's a it's a it's a song with with, with a nice video as well. They um, they really have this nice message with simplicity and with diversity going on. And it's, uh, and when when they've done uh, also the Seventh Heaven version of that song, it's it's also amazing. Like Seventh Heaven is doing amazing um, work producing these songs, and, and it's, it's 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 actually one of my favorites from the new era. Uh, but again, if you ask me which is my favorite one, it's so hard to tell. Even though I do somehow <laughs> I agree with the with the I would say top three of the um, chart as well. We will talk about this later on, but um, yeah. it, it, it's one of my favorite songs anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, you the message that you kind of portray there uh, is so key about Steps audience now uh, and how they are kind of putting themselves out there as the kind of party band for everyone. So it's for people of our generation that have been listening to them for 25 years. It's for our families. It's for our kids. It's for our grandparents. It's for anyone can go to a step show and enjoy it, no matter whether you're what colour you are, what orientation you are. But it's it's exactly. all about inclusion and it's all about going in and being you. Uh, and the, the lyric in this song Absolutely, exactly. echoes that, and all dressed up into a really nice kind of disco party tune, um, and it's it's a big one, and I can see this being in their shows now probably forever <laughs> until they, yeah. they stop doing live shows. I think it's going to be just one of these anthems that, that's going to be part of the show now, just just ongoing. Exactly, it's one of the nice one of the songs which is like the nicest one from their catalog, and. Um, it, it was always so great because they never tried to be, as I said, they never tried to be cool. They just 
they, they've been steps all the way. And this evolution of 25 years, it's, it's actually amazing. You know, when you see from this point of view, um, going from techno pop sound with five, six, seven, eight, and even paying tribute in, in heartbreak in the city. We, we probably mentioned that already, but like, um, it's, it's such a great change evolving in, in this, um, with, with their sound, you know, they're also maturing like 25 years later. And it's great to see them as, um, not serious act, but like a grown up act who is still, you know, keeping up with, with the main idea. Um, uh, maybe a uh, little less of choreography as we used to, like from 25 years ago, but... Um, hey, we're all getting a bit older it. now, so... <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So, no, it's great. I love it. It's it's. Um, I, also, I, when I was in O2, I really, like, enjoyed the... Um, I enjoyed the song very much, and it was, like, really, really nice storytelling. Okay, a big jump to number 12 on the chart with uh, 1,215 points uh, for the second single um, for, from Steps, uh, following on from the success of 5678 with a cover um, of Bananarama's Last Thing on My Mind. Um, now, this would go on to obviously be very iconic for Steps and kind of showcase the, the sound that the, they weren't going to be the, the kind of novelty band that possibly could have been following uh, 5, 6, 7, 8 and uh, kind of developed this sort of reputation a little bit of doing other people's pop songs maybe slightly mm-hmm. better than what they'd done before and certainly uh, I like Bananarama, don't get me wrong, but um, Steps' version of Last Thing On My Mind certainly a lot more polished than the, the original one. Um, uh, you can certainly tell Definitely. going back looking at the the videos and things that the, the budget really still wasn't there to uh, make it kind of all <laughs> singing, all dancing compared to, to some of the more recent uh, pro- productions, but um, it's a, just a proper feel-good pop song. Yeah, it's basically um, when, when uh, like from a few days ago, Claire and Lee actually did um, Top of the Pops. I think it was called The Story of 1998. And it was also paying tribute to that song as well. Uh, they've been explaining their beginnings with 5678 and also how their follow-up single, Last Thing on My Mind, was actually offered to them. Uh, and I remember when, when Claire said like, oh, is, is this going to work? Is this like really us? Because like when they heard the, 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 the song from Bananarama, they wasn't really entirely sure if that's kind of a thing which should be a part of their back catalog anyway. But um, as I said, the arrangement for their own version is fantastic even nowadays. And uh, it's, it, it was, a, I think Lee said it was the magic work um of the producers doing that track doing that track for them uh and i think it i think it was amazing and it's still like one of the i know that that's the main problem you can't really like i mean there is some songs maybe which are particularly like more than the others but like it's so hard to be objective and saying like oh this one's good oh this one is even better because like it's all whenever you see or from the era of the 90s or from nowadays it they, they're keeping up with, with the actual sound and you can really compare the sound from the 1998 or 1999 or however. But uh, yes, it also was like when they announced their big reunion uh, like five years ago, they uh, when they were celebrating 20 years. 
so time flies. <laughs> um, they performed in Belgium at one of the festivals, I think. And also, last thing on my mind was surprisingly number one in Belgium. Meanwhile, it was number six in UK. So uh, it seems like they they really do have some out of UK audience as well. Uh, maybe smaller one than other UK acts from the same era. Uh, but um, it's still one of the most beloved songs and it makes so much sense to be staying at that very place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we get into the top 10, uh, number 11 with uh, 1230 votes is the double A side to You'll Be Sorry, which we spoke about uh, on the last show. Um, mm-hmm. It only scored... 703 points but here and now with more than 500 votes more than you'll be sorry and again kind of like after the love is gone i think here and now allows the girls really to show off their kind of vocal range quite a bit um it's, it's a again kind of mid-tempo kind of pop song from the the, the kind of third album from from buzz era and it's it's a nice mm-hmm. song it's it's enjoyable it's um very of the time yeah, it's actually um, like uh, the song was one of the covers, which a lot of people that I mean, I've heard for a lot of people saying that they didn't know that Here and Now is basically a cover as well, since it was released by um, Taiwan singer in 1999. The song was originally called Wo uh, Ji Dao, which means I know, um, uh, but it was um, also recorded by Worlds Apart around the same time as Steps. So this is why eventually they released um, this version as a B-side. But like also it's it's such a great track. It's it's um, it, it's such a uplifting, you know, gives you so much power. Um, and I think it's it's a it's a great um, song. But like here we went slowly to that period when they firstly finished their own path in, in the Steps. But um, yeah, I, I, it's one of the songs which I, I, I played a lot of times on my Spotify playlist, and it's it's so hard to you know to avoid it <laughs> as much <laughs> as you want to sometimes. Uh, but again, it's it's a great song, and and I love that they still try to you know keep up the legacy and still reminding all the fans from the 90s that they didn't forget about the song mm-hmm. as well. Okay, so top 10 time now, uh, Jan, and yes. uh, lots of what well, let's class bangers in amongst this lot. Uh, three cover versions, which we'll talk about, um, and lots of what we'd class as the greatest of greatest hits. Um, kicking off at number 10, uh, and quite a big jump uh, from here and now in 11th place with 1230, um, up to 1384 votes uh, for the iconic... Uh, Doctors and Nurses theme video, the Diana Ross cover, uh, Chain Reaction. And I think this may well be one, if not the favourite cover version steps I've ever done for me. Um, It was high up in my vote, but the video itself is just as iconic as the song. But I really like the way that they've not just karaoke'd it, it, they've made it, given it their own kind of twist. And obviously on, on the last tour, they, they broke out with the, the, the kind of drum solo, which was a, a nice part of it, the live show as well. And yeah. uh, still a, a firm favourite with, with with all the, the Steps community. 
Yeah, it is. It's actually one of the really, I would say one of the most popular uh, cover songs, I would say as well. If I'm just um, checking their um, Spotify profile where they also, where we can listen to, to the music, is apart from from uh, Tragedy and Lasting on My Mind, it's actually in top five uh, most listened songs reaching more than 8 million streams on Spotify. And it's um, it's it's a great iconic song, which you can't really avoid. And I love Steps doing so many covers because it's not basically just like using the karaoke version and just like putting their vocals on. But they, whatever they did, I think they always uh, put something of their own sound on that track. And um, Chain Reaction is as iconic as, a, as the video or the audio as well. So it's basically um, really, I mean, one of those when you can really say, oh, well, I do enjoy it, but like you can easily say it's iconic. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a great track and it allows, but we've mentioned before on these shows about the, the vocals and allowing the girls to show off, but this one, uh, H certainly gets a, a good bit in there as well and allowed to, to show his kind of vocal range on that as well, which I think is always welcome when it is a good mix of, uh, it's not just the girls and the guys in the background, it's very very much mixed on, on here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. So this is why um, I think that they really are, they, they did their best with, with choosing the songs and I think that maybe the idea of you know like selecting some cover songs in the past was maybe way much easier because the internet and social media didn't exist or even harder it depends from which point of view you're taking it you know but nowadays it's like there's a singer or a band producing a hit and like in in, in a week or two there can be another one you know so it's so hard yeah. to follow up um, but uh, yeah, chain reaction is, is absolutely one of the uh, one of the really iconic ones. As for the video and as for the song as well. Okay, uh, number nine. Uh, this was another one very high up on my list. Um, again, love the video for it. Um, it's a common theme coming through here. Uh, was kind of themed off a, a kind of West Side Story theme, uh, but Summer of Love uh, with fourteen hundred and five votes. Um, mm -hmm. Now has that kind of Latin feel going through it. Um, this is proper proper pop music, but sounds quite modern at the same time when it came out. Yes, you know what's the fun thing? Like there, there has been so many accusation about um, that song, not because of Steps, but like when Ariana Grande released "No Tears Left to Cry," uh, the very beginning was especially for the steps community it was very much oh my god it sounds like you know slower version of of uh, summer of love <laughs> uh and it's basically it's so loved by the community and it, it always works so well uh, at the concerts whenever you see or the clips or if you're attending one um but it's an up-tempo song it's it has this typical sound you know of of that era and i think it's 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 a fantastic piece of work uh, and this is why I'm not surprised that some of these songs are basically uh, basically um, putting on that list. Um, Europe also received it as an um, AA site with Here and Now so it's um, okay. somehow they really did it well 
uh, and the song is is really uh, loved by the fans. And as I said, uh, whenever we talk about this top 10, I think it makes so much sense for all the songs, mixing from the new era or from the 90s, that it's staying there. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's also one of my most used uh, g gifts um, in any of my tweets that I put out as well. Uh, a wee cut of that video. Um, so uh, anyone that follows me on or follows the pod on Twitter will certainly see me using a, a bit of a, a gif of a, the, the kind of hand bop. Um, from yeah, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's one of the most popular gifts from Steps with with the summer. Of, apart from apart from uh, I think the Lisa Scott Lee's um, when she was, uh, what was the thing she was selected as a B-side at the Capitol? Ah. I think that's one of the most popular ones, I would say. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, perfect. Okay, number eight uh, is the title single from the, the latest album, uh, written by Sia. Um, now, 1,410 yes. votes uh, for What the Future Holds. And this is... Obviously, there's been a lot written about how obviously Sia wrote this track for Steps and how Steps were, were delighted to obviously perform it and uh, get there. Obviously, Sia's such an iconic uh, performer and songwriter herself. And this, again, has got that kind of futuristic sound, but still doesn't sound out of sync with the rest of the back catalogue. It isn't. It's, this is why I love it, because they really, you know, they really had to change something, but like still relying on their own legacy. And I think it's a fantastic track. Like I remember when, when the song leaked on iTunes China and everyone were so like, what, what, what? And it just like we had to wait for a few months after to, to be officially released. I mean, this song is such a Sia track. But at the same time, it's such a steps track. You know, it's 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 a banger. There's a proper video for it, like the high production video. Uh, I think especially in this era, going from what a future holds on, we are always treated by this high production videos. Of course, the technology changed, but at the same time, they really put so much effort to that. And I think the what a future holds is is um, it for a reason the main single from that new era. And 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 I really do enjoy it. I enjoy the the how um, futuristic they look because this this new era is very futuristic. You know, if you see from this point of view, all of these videos from from 2020 on, they really, they I mean, they really look like futuristic steps. You know, it's um, it's nothing looking like to the ones from the beginning, and, and it's not like you know bent wearing like uh, outfits looking like a fruit anymore. You know, <laughs> so, so they're they're having proper outfits, they're having proper sound, proper production, and proper track. Um, as you said, like Sia padded so perfectly, I could totally see Sia doing that track as well because it's oh, it's it, totally. it's 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 probably one of the best ones from the era, and um, and I'm so happy that it did so well. Um, but I was so surprised also by some other tracks, maybe doing even receiving more attention. We have to mention one thing, right? Like the song was released during the pandemic. And since yeah. Steps are basically concert act, uh, it's been taken away from them, you know, to, to promote it to, to it as much as possible. I mean, they could promote it as much as they could, you know, while, I don't know, living up and down the country, Lisa living in Dubai, having 
you know, different problems with 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 um, promo and stuff. But uh, I think they did it so well, and they're such a in a good shape. Even though this this uh, video was actually released in the end of 2019, if I'm not wrong, so they all had it prepared just before the pandemic was uh, starting the whole thing. Uh, they had this song prepared, but like it, it's a fantastic track. I love it, and I love how how they evolved this new sound of it. It's it's very poignant the the whole one foot in the past, one foot in the future. It's yes, it's it's quite quite telling in terms of what steps are as a band that they've got that nod to the nostalgia piece of the greatest hits and the twenty five years worth of back catalogue, but also yes. wanting to come out with a, a slightly newer, fresher sound and still being there for the fans that have came along, but also something for the new fans that have, have joined them recently. And I think that this song sums that kind of feeling up quite quite perfectly, actually. Um, Definitely. I to obviously what everyone's been going through for the last two years as well. And, and who knows what the future holds for us over the next few years. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was probably, they probably didn't, didn't even think about it because like, as I said, the song was ready in September or November, 2019, or even earlier. And the video was like filmed later on, but like, it's been like the, the, this, um, the song itself was released like almost like a year after, but like, they didn't know what kind of message the song has a year when they recorded or filmed the video because like when they premiered the song it was basically you know we were in the middle of this chaos of COVID and it was basically having the title of what the future holds <laughs> it could be yeah. very how would I say um it could be very confusing <laughs> at some point but that was like marketing wise it was such a great idea you know to put it yeah. at the exact same time and um, it got a lot of promo. I was so surprised that they tuned into Australian TV. They've been all over the, uh, the media. And that was so well-deserved because if they didn't have a chance to promote it like elsewhere, it was such a great thing that they could use the social media for promoting the track, which, which is, again, amazing. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving to number seven. And we've spoken a lot over the last... Uh, show and a half around high production values for videos um this track uh isn't <laughs> it's been basically filmed backstage uh one of our shows done as a little bit of a bonus for all the fans but the actual song itself has been it's so perfect for four steps uh to cover um obviously well known as being big fans of uh, Denise Pearson and Five Star um, but the Steps version of The Slightest Touch uh, with 1530 votes um, is the second best uh, cover version on our chart and this is a lot of fun you can see the band enjoy singing it they they love doing it on the last tour they did um, it was probably the biggest reception any of the new tracks got on the tour and kind of like i was saying earlier with with neon blue um you can see this one being part of the, the repertoire for a long time going forward i mean the slightest touch this is what you call a banger like this song is something else because like it's, I mean, when I see this happening, I was like, wow. I mean, it, it was rumored for them to do it for quite some time now, but like the only thing which I felt sorry for was like proper video for it because it was like basically 
uh, I think firstly they promoted this as an Instagram post and then they somehow you know they they released it on YouTube as a like sometime something like backstage visualizer or something yeah. they really had so much fun and you could see that, that it, it wasn't like some bland music videos with the proper shots or whatever there was probably just a phone with a light you know and with them wearing shiny outfits and just enjoying their time you know and this is what steps is all about like the slightest touch is a fantastic track and i really wish that they will go in that direction and still you know like taking this um shameless pop to to the years which are in front of us um i mean i really i'm a kid of pop i've been you know like surrounded by pop my whole life and this is probably why I'm so passionate about steps <laughs> and uh, the the whole thing is uh, so it makes so much sense and and also like when they performed it on tour the public loved it as well and it was it was fantastic th um, thing for them to 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 do uh, the slightest touch uh, and I was so happy when they finally when they had this uh, step timbre uh, and when they lastly uh, announced as their own single because this song this song actually deserved to be a single because it, it's such a great you know track and um, I really I've, I it's probably one of my <laughs> top five songs yeah. on weekly basis that I listen to <laughs> every day yeah. so probably the number the numbers of the streams should be you know, also <laughs> done by me because it's, it's, it's such a great track and it's such a well panned and, you know, everything works so perfectly. And uh, I'm happy to, 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 to see that song in, in a top 10 as well. Well, I, I'm, I'm a big 80s fan. Anyone that's listened to a lot of our pods will, will know that I'm a big fan of, of 80s music. And there's an 80s music festival that happens in Scotland near Edinburgh uh, every summer. And last year we had an interview with uh, Dean Michael uh, from Black Lace, oh. who was uh, just about to perform at that event last year. Um, but this year, uh, Five Star are playing at it. So I, I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing uh, Denise uh, perform Slightest Touch live as well, um, which will be a lot of fun. I, I I mean it's 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 one of the things my wish for them to see them all together, you know, like because they they not really um, somehow they treat they they just um, how would I say uh, they just proved that the duets can work with them, you know, like and all those featuring acts could be perfect thing. So like seeing Five Star and and Steps in the same stage that would be amazing. I mean especially performing the slightest touch, which is again, fantastic disco track, returning pop back to its roots, you know, um, yeah. and well, with this great production. Well, if you're listening, Denise, you know what to do, phone them up, get on stage with them. Yes. I think uh, yes. the community would go mad for it. Okay, uh, number I'm six, sure. uh, big jump again in terms of votes up to uh, 1,676 votes. So good 140 higher than slightest touch. Number six on the chart is Deeper Shade of Blue. And when we talk iconic videos, Jan, um, you, you, you can't really get any more <laughs> iconic than uh, Deeper no. Shade of Blue. Um, now, as someone that runs uh, a Lee Latchford Evans fan site, then Deeper Shade of Blue must be your favourite video of all time, yeah? Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> one of them. 
it was, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it was basically a turning in point in their career with Deeper Shade of Blue. Um, Deeper Shade of Blue was also originally recorded, as we know, by Tina Cousins. Uh, but like it's it's one of the tracks when let's say if people are aware of steps and if they might know follow every step up the step up of of theirs they would definitely know deeper shade of blue it's iconic it's classic it's different it's um, the way how, how they did this music video is also fantastic and I love how they still pay the tribute to that song and it's 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 a great track. I mean, you know, some some of the songs they never get old, you know, and this is one of them. And it's like Deeper Shade of Blue, always, but always, especially this Steve Anderson um, version on tour, fantastic, you know. Like, I mean, how to use this song to sound like brand new? And this is this amazing, amazing, amazing piece of work they've done. So um, it, it's such a great thing. It's such an iconic. It's it's different. And this is why I'm sure uh, why why it was so high on this chart. So, yeah, uh, talking remixes earlier and the, the Slee Sisters mix of Deeper Shade of Blue is probably oh, one wow. of my uh, iconic uh, remixes uh, to go to. It just adds so much to, to the track and um, it's, it's uh, a good one. If you've not heard that, go out and, and download or, or stream or how, get it however you can. Uh, but that is... Uh, Remix seven in terms of how you you listen to steps. We should do it just another podcast just about remixes from steps because there's so so many of them you know like yeah. I mean there and some of them could be also which is strange but some of them could also sound better in 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 the remix version more than the original one but like that's that's completely other story but like it's uh, they've done this amazing job with this uh, deeper well, shade of blue. We we had Matt Pop on the pod a few months back. Wow. And wow, he, wow. We were chatting to him about uh, how he went to remix. I think it was CC with mine was one of his that he remixed for Steps. And obviously he's had massive success with many people. So uh, if you've not listened to that show, go back and check that out in our archive. A really interesting chat uh, with ourselves and Matt a few months back. And um, he certainly is a, a, a fine component of the, the remix art. Oh, if you're talking to me, I like don't even. I'm I'm such a massive, massive, massive fan of Matt Pop. Like he's bringing this pop back to its place, <laughs> and it's basically uh, one of my favorite producers when it comes to pop industry. Like he's doing mm-hmm. such a great thing with it, and it's it's um, it, he's doing this fantastic job, and this is why I I really do admire this whole thing with with him um, producing and. Yep. Like again, right. he's, he's, a, he's a great producer. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours <laughs> here on the show. So no, it's, it's good to hear. Okay, top five time now. <laughs> and wow. uh, yes. we're now getting to, to some really kind of big hitters. Now, there was only six votes between The Pursuit of Blue and Sixth Place and our number five <laughs> chart uh, song on the chart. Um, we're going back to Bright Colours, uh, Dancing in Fields, and that's. Um, Love's Got a Hold of My Heart. Um, Now, this song is, fair enough, Summer of Love has got summer in the title, but Love's Got a Hold of My Heart is the summer track um, from Steps. It just brings to me Smash Hits, Pole Winner's Party. It's got all that sort of kind of feel about it. Um, Just 
proper proper feel good pop. It is. It definitely. I mean, I could. You couldn't say it better. Like love's got a hold on my heart. It's. It's. Uh, I mean, it's love. That's again one from the period when what they were once on this morning and, and they were. I think um, the hosts were asking them like, how do they introduce their music to their kids? And H said like, oh look kids, here's Daddy looking like a banana, you know, like and that's probably <laughs> one of these tracks with with um, all this um, yellow, you know, influence. But like I think it was amazing and it's it's, it's a great song and uh, it's it really belongs in top five because it's it's. Um, it has this typical 90s step sound and, and and it's 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 unbelievable that once you have this 25 year legacy and then you have so many songs released and we were only talking about singles in this whole podcast this one in the previous one and there's so many other songs which never made it as a singles um and it's so they really have been probably very selective um about what to put on on the album and what kind of tracks to offer apart from <laughs> track number seven yeah but, uh, <laughs> um, but uh of course like it's 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 been such an amazing you know it's such an amazing track and and it's always so great to put this you know the classic song in this new age and to producing it with this new arrangement and it's always a treat we're always in a treat when when it comes to that because like let me remind you all once again it's there's there had there has been so many acts from the 90s and they especially in the last few years there has been a lot of acts saying oh like steps did like such a massive success for their with their reunion like we really want to do it as well but whatever they do they basically do you know this greatest hits they don't really release new music and whatever but they are still like steps are treating us with 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 a new music ever since they came back in 2017 properly in 2017 without any special um break but uh also like love's got a hold of my heart it's it's uh, it, it is probably in this special place in this um, steps collection yeah uh number four on the countdown is another uh iconic song from that era with uh a very kind of Bridgerton feel of the video. Uh, oh, two, yeah. 2,192 votes. So big jump up to number four um, on the countdown. Uh, but it's the way you make me feel. And uh, another fan favourite, uh, obviously, with that number of votes on there. Um, but I think when you see this song done live on the tours uh, with the production wow. values they do on it, it just really shows you just how much this song you can do with with the, the fans and the the choreography and it's just really really cool to see and i think on the last tour obviously we had h and a, a, a dress performing this track as well and that just uh again shows a little bit more about what you can do now and feels comfortable doing that you maybe didn't do in the past and uh all about that expression and acceptance piece that we we're talking about a little bit earlier as well and um, but the way you make me feel is very deserving for me of its top five place definitely that's not that's not the question like i um you know like steps are just kind of a band when you do enjoy this pop joy they deliver but 
since they're all about pure happiness and so on, this is also where they lack of this, um, I would say, goosebumps, um, uh, goosebumps moments. And back in 2017, when they did um, uh, It's the Way You Make Me Feel with their kids on stage. Wow. Like, I mean, really see them growing up and like, ev like evolving in this new era. It was amazing. Like seeing them all on the stage. Uh, now they're basically, all of them are parents now, you know, like uh, back on the tour, like Lee was joking that he should bring his dog to the stage, <laughs> but, but he's a dad now as well. Um, but again, it's, it's, it's such a great track. And I think it just got its additional value when, when we saw this uh, performing in Wembley, uh, when, when they really, I mean, it was like really, really like when you were watching this performance, it was basically, if there was a person who didn't hear like um, for, for a second or two, you could really be a robot <laughs> because it was like really touching moment and really seeing them, you know, how, how small the gap is between being pop stars and being a loving parent, which all of them, they obviously are. And they are so good with merging those things together. And, and that's just fantastic for me. And also the track itself, it's it's amazing. I, I love this drama, you know, I mean, drama in the music video. And it's so great also, like, just a little shout out to, to all the remastered music videos lately. They've been treating us with, um, from five, six, seven, eight on, they've been treating us with remastered uh, videos of, of the singles. And it's it's great to see them, you know, like it's it's such a great track and you can never really, um, I mean, it's so hard not to enjoy. It's to, yeah, it's the way you make me feel. Okay, top three time now. And at number three, a song that previously topped uh, one of these countdowns. Um, and we spoke a little bit earlier um, on show one, uh, the, rem the American remix of this song uh, landed at number 22 on our chart. Um, as, of mm -hmm. course, one for Sorrow, uh, 2,348 votes. Uh, now, song number three, Four Steps in Their History, number three on the countdown. And there's a little bit of synergy there, which I think is, is quite nice. Um, yeah. It is um, always going to be iconic, uh, Jan. Um, why has one for Sorrow charted quite so high where... Five, six, seven, eight, or tragedy hasn't quite reached the, the the top end of this chart. You know why? Basically, because mainly, like when you introduce steps and whatever interview you will see, and whenever they will go for some pop nostalgia, they will probably always play five, six, seven, eight, tragedy, um, and and so many other tracks. But like also like one for sorry, is such a classic, and I was so surprised to see such a huge gap between Toni Morrison's remix and, and the official single, you know? Um, I mean, okay, yes, it was like Toni Morrison was basically the, the version from, for their, um, you know, jump in the United States. But at the same time, it's still so likable. And like, I mean, whenever they play this song, there's every person in the arena when they perform, they know the exact choreography. And like I, if I would have another um, a headphone with 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 a song 
right now in, in one of the years. I would probably do, meanwhile, I will be talking to you, I will be doing the routine as well, because it's the most, I would say, the song where I personally most enjoy the routine from that era. You know, it's like very fitting with a song. It's very, you know, getting along. You don't have to break your neck for it or whatever. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a great track. I love it. And, and being in top three, yeah, very well deserved, if you ask me. Yeah, it's one of those choreographies that they can now do one-handed, um, whereas uh, maybe some of the other ones are, are not quite so easy to do um, with, with the, yes, the, yes. the hand mic uh, era, uh, rather than obviously the, the headset uh, part, which obviously the band are, are not keen to use anymore for, for sound purposes, which I'm totally on board sure. with, by the way. Um, but yeah. uh, you, you, you can still do one for sorrow with one arm quite easily. Yes, 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 okay, definitely. Okay, uh, but yeah, good kind of 200 or so votes between uh, fourth and third place. And then there's another 200 point gap up to track number two on our countdown. And again, this was uh, lead single um, from the, the Tears on the Dance Floor album. It is, of course, Scared of the Dark. And if you're going to come back with a song after being away for a while, come back with scared of the dark come on now it's um one of the the best pop songs certainly of the last five six years that anyone could brought out whether it's steps or anyone now uh, we're all slightly biased the steps fans but this was pop but it was credible it was current it was modern it had a bit of an edge to it and it's catchy as hell it's brilliant, like scared of the dark. Like when you do the reunion, you know, when you do the comeback, you always have to come back with something big. And if the 2020 era was what the future holds, that was the same thing going on with scared of the dark. Like, I mean, the routine, them looking fabulous, you know, like this whole great production, uh, all of them looking good, even though I think it's such a like five years difference they look better now like they did in the scared of the dark it's it's amazing like it's how how the time is turning the other way but like scared of the dark is amazing banger it's it's a song if if, if you have an album and then you listen to them you would be crazy not to choose this song as a lead single because it's it's fantastic and they also performed it so well on so many occasions and one of my favorites um apart from the concerts um, one of the favorite performances of that song is definitely the one performing on the London Palladium. It was such a great live performance and they really delivered it. And and it's wow. I mean, this is, you know, like whenever you do some, this is also one of the songs like they are always safely performing in the um, uh, the songs from their own from the early ages. But like Scared of the Dark is already, you know, a part of their catalog and it should be. And like seeing the song as the number two, it's nothing but amazing, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I, I when, when this song was released, I think I immediately like remember the dance routine. And if you wake me up at 3 a.m., I would know it, you know, because it's 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 there. And this is why um, 
it's such a great track it's wow yeah. it's amazing wow. um i think i mentioned on the previous show i've got a seven-year-old daughter who i uh, took along to the, the last steps concert it was her first ever concert she went to um but scared of the dark was the first real step song that she got into um and then obviously i've managed to kind of educate her on the, the kind of back catalogue but this was the kind of first time that she'd really heard of steps was when i got very excited about hearing scared of the dark um, as a 37 year old man <laughs> going by band or with such a good song and playing it over and over and over again and almost that kind of indoctrination of that into a, a three-year-old yeah. type uh, but it was um, it's, it's certainly one of her favorites now slightly tempered by the song that's number one on our countdown which is her favorite step song and uh, i think is uh, people that have been following this countdown with us will know the, the one song that's left um and Maybe somewhat surprising, uh, the, the song that's hit number one in the Ultimate Steps countdown as a cover of a Jenny Silver song, which couldn't sound more steps if it tried. That you, you wouldn't know it was a cover unless you knew it was a cover. Uh, but Something in Your Eyes uh, with a whopping 2,796 votes is your Ultimate Steps track. And why is it the community's favourite steps song, Jan? And is it yours? Um, I don't know even where to start. It's basically, uh, it's so cliche, you know, when you know the band for 25 years and then you go for a song which was released not so long ago. But like, it's, I agree with the community. I think, as for now, for the music which is released right now, I think that's their best single ever. Maybe I'm also like looking this uh, from this subjective point of view since i'm a massive eurovision fan as well mm. and i was aware of that song for more than 10 years now since it was part in swedish national selection for the eurovision in 2011 um yeni silver was uh, performing that and um, it's the same um composers as for the um, swedish winner euphoria by Lorin. Um, and it's 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 a great track. It's so steps. It's you can't even believe it. And the, the way how they delivered with with the music video, with this you know uh, bubblegum colors and with with the, with the camera shots and with the way how they produced it, it was it was amazing. And something in your eyes, it's probably one of the most played songs of mine right now. Like for a, what two years now and. <laughs> It's 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 a brilliant job. Uh, they did they, they they've done such a great job with it. And also when it comes to music video, I would say it's one of my favorite music videos as well, okay. uh, because it's that it's it's it worked so well, and 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 it's such a it's such a great track. And you know you you can't really be miserable while listening to that song because it really gets you in in into this um, pop fairy tale. And it's it's fantastic. I love something in your eyes so 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 dearly, um, and especially because I was aware it's not an original song. I and because I loved something in your eyes by the Swedish singer, I had like huge expectations for this one because I said, you know, I really want them to, you know to deliver this song because that's not always the case. as much as we love them, let's say, um, from this new era, they released um, a song called Victorious, 
on the What the Future Holds Part yeah. 2. It was also taken part from, from the Melody Festival and the Swedish mm. National Selection for Eurovision. And I have to say that I was a little disappointed because like the song was basically could be a huge, huge, well-produced song. But for me, it sounded just like one level above demo version. And it didn't give me this booster as the original one. So okay. when you know the song already, you know, exists, you mm. have this little expectation because you really wanted to 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 be delivered in a nice way. And I think there's something in your eyes. It's probably one of their best decisions to or release this single or just include it on the album. And and it's it's just fantastic. I, I I really 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 loved it. And I loved how they did it on Royal Variety performance. It's been it's been such a great choice to to perform the song. Yeah, uh, was a winner uh, for me. Um, uh, one, uh, and uh, I'm with you uh, as big Eurovision fan as well. And being familiar with the the Jenny Silver version even before Steps were were rumored to be yeah. releasing it, and hoping for the best on that one. And they they certainly did deliver on it to the the point where you go, really, was that not their song? Because it just sounds so so perfect for them. And I think that yeah. whole melody festival and uh scene there's probably so many great tracks that they could borrow from and uh they always talk about steps doing eurovision for the uk whether it will ever happen or not i don't know but they could do an album mm. worth of eurovision songs and it would sell by the definitely <laughs> especially especially right now when sam Ryder did so well for the for for the uk you know like i i personally don't want steps to the eurovision because again this will be again this huge 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 media backslash because like while i was in turin i was also you know checking the british media as well and saying like oh sam Ryder is ignoring the hype but at the same sentence there were some articles saying like oh they're like um, um how was it any again um they said something like oh they're predicting uk to do so well but maybe they will i mean maybe we will finish last again you know and i'm so happy for sam to do this to bring to uplift this um, eurovision mentality in the united kingdom uh because it, it was basically the whole you know idea of oh if we would send this one um like we would end last anyway no uk mark my words send a good song you, you don't have to send paul mccartney you can send a decent singer with a great song and you can finish second or i would say or you can win the jury vote you know so it's basically it's all about a good song but like for for steps i really want them just to keep up what they're doing because yeah. they're really doing the best of it um they really just uh, i think for, for me if it were even to to do that a eurovision covers album i think that that would be so much fun i think yeah. or, or even a, 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 a tour for, for for people like us i think we would eat that up with a spoon um <laughs> every day of the week definitely uh, it would be it would be, be a big massive success and maybe allow them to um do more songs such as something your eyes that is very worthy winner in terms of our kind of yes. ultimate countdown and we've just spent two hours or so talking about 36 songs that are yes. lots more in terms of album tracks and b-sides and uh if, if we were to come back to us and, and 
get us to compile our top 20 ultimate steps cd or playlist or track listing for a, a concert then you, you would get every fan would come up with a slightly different variation on it and i think that's what's so great about countdowns and charts like this is a, it's a, a moment in time that's reflective of that community you, you do this again in three four years time again it will change and people will have different opinions and and thoughts on it but for me it's just a big thank you to everyone that took the time a to vote on the countdown and b that's taken the time to listen to both uh, myself and jan speak for two hours about what's made these 36 singles um a big part of our last 25 years and your last 25 years in terms of uh, listening to to steps as a as a pop act and long may exactly in the future exactly it's let me just say one more thing like we are slowly slowly entering to to this um, period I hope I mean as much as they are now teasing because that just a few days ago they teased um, steps 25 um, they're probably filming something and I'm pretty much sure we're in for a treat because like I mean 25th anniversary doesn't happen really every day you know and uh, I'm pretty much sure they have so 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 many in the bag so um, I'm really looking forward to what the future holds in that case uh, and and again Gary thank you so much for this um, amazing two episodes it was nothing but a blast talking about steps for full two hours I think we could do it even more uh, so, so it was nothing but a pleasure from from my side and and, and representing ultimate steps in this amazing podcast uh, yeah. Thank you once again to you and to the listeners who have been stuck with us for these two hours talking yeah. steps and yeah. everything in between. Absolutely. If you want to get involved with the Ultimate Steps community and you haven't yet done so, uh, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, I believe we're on TikTok as well if you're young enough to, to use those platforms. And you'll certainly see Jan, uh, a big part of that community along with myself as well. And you will be made most welcome if you want to come along and chat to other like like-minded people it's been a pleasure chatting to you we will be back again in the future with more quite the music but until then thank you very much good night Quite the Thing Media production of Quite the Music, distributed as part of Quite the Music Collab.